Okay, sounds like we are. <clears throat> okay, now we are. Here we go. Where all of our hijinks are highly animated, this is Nerd Rage, The Great Debates. Coming at you live from our respective homes, you're listening to Nerd Rage, The Great Debates, the podcast that believes it can fly. Hopefully that's not problematic. I'm your host and moderator, Marco Brigo, and on today's show, we're talking a monumental battle of noids and doodles. How's that for a cool world reference, Wonder Dave? Uh, the two types <laughs> of animated slash live action movies. Uh, we're talking Who Framed Roger Rabbit? versus Space Jam in uh, something we don't see too often on the show anymore, but still love. It's our classic debate style. So yes, we are talking Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Space Jam. Uh, I'm so excited to get into this. I actually thought that we've done this before, but apparently not. It was just something that was in my heart and now is finally manifesting in this wonderful new year here. Now, uh, if this is your first show with us and you end up liking what you hear, head over to nerdragepodcast.com for more episodes. And uh, if you really like what we're all about, consider joining our Patreon at Comedio's website, K-O-M-E-D dot... I O. Now, uh, again, we're talking uh, two very special movies um, to to me, and I think folks in a general age range. Um, with with something like Space Jam Two coming out uh, this year, I'm a, I'm a little concerned as to like who the actual target audience this is going to be for. But um, we've got two people here who are going to be representing Space Jam, and let's introduce them now. Uh, first uh, member of this team, he's the power forward of Team Monstar, which I think translates to him being Pound. The monster who got his power from Charles Barkley. Uh, he's a very funny comedian and beer connoisseur. Give it up for Dan West. Dan, how are you? Hey, buddy. How you doing? Not too bad, man. So um, here's a funny thing. Like, you and I, we actually bonded over Space Jam uh, in our first meeting. Yeah, the first time we ever met, we bonded over this. Yeah, that was, uh, that was Gen Con, I think, 2018. Yeah, and I think we were talking about how we could go bar for bar on that monster theme and everything, and... I think we. Well, yeah, good people usually can. Yeah, that's good <laughs> people. I mean, you're not lying. Uh, I'll say that. Um, but uh, it's great to have you here. We're going to go ahead and do this like, uh, sort of Q and A thing in just a sec. After I introduce your uh, your tag team partner here, uh, teaming up with Dan is a guy who had his Toon Squad jersey retired just last year. He's the science kid of Comedio. Everybody, give it up for Tiramari Jothi. Hey, Tiramari. Hi, Mark. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, honestly, this debate, this team up between me and Dan uh, has been in the works for about 10 years since I've known him. This is one of the things that we bonded over as well. So you're not the only one with a monopoly, monopoly on that. But um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm all beer up and blurring my words. <laughs> uh, no, don't worry, man. You know what Space Jam gets us to do? Weird things sometimes. It gets us too excited, if anything. Now, uh, Space Jam came out in 96, and I don't want to, you know, date ourselves necessarily. But uh, that puts us, what, just around like maybe middle school around that time, maybe a little bit before. Yeah. Let's say that. Yeah. <laughs> Tira Mari says, um, now when you first saw this movie, what did you, uh, what did you think? Oh man, I was, I was hyped out of my fucking mind. <laughs> it was like perfect nineties thing that you could have hoped for in the nineties. Uh, uh, Dan, same thing for you. Uh, well, I'm a little bit older. I was in uh, I was in fifth grade. Mm -hmm. And shit blew my mind immediately. Like, I loved it. Now, had you seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit 
uh, beforehand, or did this blow Roger Rabbit just out the, out the uh, out the water here? I mean, obviously you're in Team Space Jam, but you could like both, right? But clearly, you guys prefer Space Jam, yeah? True. I uh, I saw Who Framed Roger Rabbit later. Um, I, oh, okay. I had I had good parents who didn't let me watch movies <laughs> with swearing, mm. uh, so I didn't see it till a little bit later. And it's it's fine. I'm not going to say it's bad. It it's not better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I saw it for the first time just a few weeks ago because, like, you know, you're running out of content in quarantine, and like, <laughs> might as well like catch up on some shit. Okay. Well, uh, here's here's the question then. We've got Space Jam 2 coming out later this year, I think in July. It's going to be uh, debuting on HBO Max, much to the chagrin of so many directors and producers and actors <laughs> and their agents. Uh, how do we feel about this coming into coming into a, this sequel starring LeBron James, uh, Clay Thompson, who's who's my favorite basketball player? Like how many uh, like if you had to rate how excited you were, what are we what are we looking at? I, it's weird that you're assuming that I'm excited about the basketball angle of this movie. <laughs> I'm so- <laughs> well, you're clearly the sports guy of comedian oh, yeah, culture, sorry. Murray. Yeah, forgive me. <laughs> but I, but I, 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 I'm not excited at all. Like it just Looney Tunes doesn't mean what it, Looney Tunes doesn't mean to kids today what it meant to kids when we were kids. Mm-hmm. And LeBron is a gifted basketball player, but he is not the cultural institution that Michael Jordan was in the 90s. So mm-hmm. they are, this is probably the most naked nostalgia cash grab I've ever seen. And yeah, like, I'm going to watch it, but I'm mad about it. <laughs> where's LeBron's Hitler mustache? Huh? Well, I mean, <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't answer know that, Mark. I can't. Okay. All right. But um, at the very least, you know, hopefully we'll get a banging soundtrack out of this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll have Iggy Azalea. It's going to be neat. <laughs> oh, great. Because <laughs> this is coming out in 2015. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I don't know if Iggy Azalea is going to be on it, but I would not be surprised. Well, um, it sounds like, you know, we're not super excited about this new one because we love the first one so much. Um, hopefully you guys are confident that we can uh, that we can go ahead and and represented in in the way that it deserves uh how confident are you that you think you're going to beat um the folks at the team who framed roger rabbit here i mean i'm pretty confident because i actually care versus jacob just coming up with this as an idea yeah i mean so I, believe, like, I, believe I, I think i care about this more than all of them combined so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be the christy of this battle until actually christy <laughs> starts talking <laughs> 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 Got it. Well, um, it's been a while since we've done this, so I actually forgot to ask, but do you two have a team name? Uh, yes, yes, we do. Our, our team name is Tiramari said he wants to fight you, and he lives at 664 41st Street in Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> awesome. Not going to remember that, so I'm just going to call you guys Team Tiramari wants to fight you. we'll do that all right well uh, that's going to be uh dan and tiramari representing space jam we're going to throw it over to uh los angeles here in 1947 it is indeed the team that's going to be talking about who framed roger rabbit uh first up uh, on this team she's the co-host of the mental health comedy hour as well as a new gumshoe here in toontown give it up for the leader of the upcoming revolution christy oh no christy how are we doing hello i'm doing okay i'm still laughing (laughs) <laughs> uh, giving up to Mars address. I really hope that's his address. <laughs> if, I, if I know Dan, it definitely is. <laughs> I hope so too. Uh, Christy, we are talking. Um, 
We're talking Who Framed Roger Rabbit here. Uh, I take it this is a movie that you saw as a kid and not something you just saw two weeks ago, like that child, Tiramari? <laughs> that is correct. This is a movie that I saw in theaters, and I, I love it. I love I love this movie. It's wonderful. Uh, when was the last time you saw it, you, you think? Um, Maybe a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, it's funny because, like, I don't know if this movie gets as much love as it should, considering, you know, everything that it's sort of uh, innovated and, you know, brought to the table here. So it'll be really interesting to see how it how it um, I guess how it holds up. I mean, your your teammate over here teeing up with you, Christy, is the co-host of the Boodoo a Goose podcast, who's also an R&D intern at the Acme Corporation. It's Jacob Rubin. Hey, Jacob. Hey, what's up, Bark? Thanks See, for having me. It's good to be no, back. No weird intro this time, man. Not this time. Uh, not this time. I'll work on Still it next time. time for a weird outro. We'll see. <laughs> well, uh, Jacob, is this a movie that you've seen recently? Who for Roger Rabbit? Yes, I believe the last time. I've seen it within the last two years. I don't nice. know if that counts as free. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, I, it's, I would assume so. I would. I mean, obviously, there's things that. Uh, there's, it's too hard to really say considering how much I love m- movies and whatnot, but I would say that arguably long run, considering every factor, Who Framed Roger Rabbit is my favorite movie of all time. No um, kidding. Okay. Yes. Yes. Wow. Uh, all right. I, I, I had this realization. Someone asked me and I was like, oh my, I, I, I it wasn't even, I wouldn't even put it in my top five before that, but I was thinking about what I want about movies. Um, you know, comedy, action, mystery, uh, references to like, you know, deep cut references that like there's so many um, things, uh, incredible technological innovations. There's so many deep cut characters from animation from like the previous like two or three decades because animation in the time period where the movie takes place, it was still very new. Um, yeah, I just think it's it's exactly what I want. Bob Hoskins, best performance, Christopher Lloyd's best performance. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a classic. And um, and also it's got a, a really fun ride at Disneyland. <laughs> no, uh, I, I agree. Well, however, while I'd agree with you that this is one of Christopher Lloyd's um, best performance, if not his best performance, I'm sure there's a lot of Back to the Future nerds out there losing it right now. Um, I understand their opinions. This was the first time I'd ever seen Bob Hoskins. And then almost Im- like immediately, because I actually saw this within like weeks of each other. I saw the Super Mario Brothers movie <laughs> and I just went, is this the same guy? And it's the same guy. guy. Sure enough, it was. Now, um, real quick for the both of you, I guess without necessarily going into your case, um, uh, you know, for why this movie is better than than Space Jam. um, Is there like a favorite scene or something that stuck with you uh, growing up? Uh, Well, Christy mentioned it when we were trying to determine our team name, and this will not be our team name, but the the piano duel between uh, Daffy and Donald is just, Mm. I mean, in terms of like, that really establishes what kind of movie this is. The fact that it has, like, it's one, it's Daffy in how he looked at that time, because his design has changed a little bit. Donald a little bit, not as much, a little bit. Um, And yeah, it's just like this really great piece of like weird comedy. Two characters you never thought would meet. It's like, Superman versus Spider-Man like they don't even make sense in the same world yet everything works perfectly as like in terms of Daffy's maniacalness and Donald's like grumpy whatnot uh effect uh, like view of everything yeah it was a they're a great comedic duo and it sucks that's the only time they've worked together yeah Uh, Christy do you have a scene that that sticks out in your head the one that will like it just burned in your memory 
Um, I think it is the the dueling duck pianos, which is what I suggested as a team name. Um, yeah. <laughs> or or the first time uh, they drive into Toontown, mm-hmm. where they go through the tunnel, and then all of a sudden it just erupts with like the this like medley of animation and music, and it's just. I love cartoons so much and I want them to be real. And I would love, <laughs> like as a child, I would have loved to step into that world. And that is exactly why, because it's just so beautiful and uh, whimsical and just really fun. Nice. Well, uh, speaking of team names, you mentioned that you guys were coming up with some. What did we uh, what did we finally decide on? So, uh, Mark, can you do me a favor and just knock uh, shave and a haircut on your desk real quick? Uh, sure. Here we go. I don't know what shaving a haircut is. Just, oh, God. <laughs> I, I will do I, it. Okay. I'm going to say it. Okay. So, can you hear this? No? Okay. Yes. I didn't hear all of it. But. Yeah, I heard a third of it. Yeah. Okay, why don't we do this? Can I, how about I just do this then? Instead of whatever shaving a haircut is, how about I just do this? Uh, da, 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 da. Two, Two bits. bits. Oh, <laughs> a plus pageantry. A plus. Nice. Excellent. Our, Will, can you edit have... that so it's perfectly in sync on the podcast? Thank you. That'll be great. Yeah. Damn it. Awesome. We'll fix it in please, post. Please, Will. What? <laughs> <laughs> Well, those are our two teams. Um, we're we're going to be two bits. Yeah, the two bits, definitely. Yeah. So there's two uh, of us. Never mind. We've got two <laughs> bits. Like you guys, you have my address. <laughs> we've got two bits. <laughs> Tiramari wants to fight you. Uh, let's see if uh, if Space Jam is going to be able to take this at the buzzer, or if uh, if Who Framed Roger Rabbit can uh, lower these two into the dip. Let's uh, hear from them after the. Hi, I'm Jacob. And I'm Annie. Have you ever enjoyed a palaver? Is it good to be the dog's dinner? Who is this Bob, and why is he your uncle? For the answers to all these questions, you'll have to listen to our podcast, Boo to a Goose, breaking down British and American expressions and idioms. We use them, define them, and explain their history, all in a short, digestible format. So go ahead and check out Boo to a Goose wherever you get your podcasts. Cheerio! That means goodbye. Today, documentary films are experiencing a major renaissance, and for good reason. But why are audiences increasingly choosing fact over fiction? Is it a dearth of realism, like endless comic book sequels and end-of-the-world action movies? Are viewers choosing authentic storytelling over spectacular visuals and far-fetched plots? Or maybe it's because docs f***ing rule. Hi, I'm Paco Romain. And I'm George Chen. And we host SupDoc. We didn't go to film school. We're just two comedians that dork out on docs. And since 2015, we've been recapping amazing documentaries with comedians, actors, and filmmakers like legendary comedians Dana Gould and Todd Glass. Musicians like Yacht and Dan Deacon. And even media stars like Jesse Thorne and Francesca Fiorentini. The AV Club called us enlightening, and Boing Boing said SupDoc is a great idea for a podcast. So find us wherever you get your podcasts or join us at SupDocPodcast.com. And follow us on social media at Subdoc Podcast.
And we are back here on Nerd Rage, the great debates as we are talking the uh, the battle of the animated slash live action movies. We're talking Who Framed Roger Rabbit uh, versus Space Jam. Now, this is going to be done in a in a classic format. But here's the funny thing. We're actually going to utilize something we've been doing for Rage Cages, uh, and that is introducing a special guest judge into the mix here. So uh, we have our special guest judge here, favorite of the show. Everybody give it up for RJ Equality Ingram. Hey, RJ. Now, uh, RJ, are you a fan of uh, either of these movies, both of these movies, neither of these movies? I am a huge fan of both of these movies, and I asked if I could judge so I wouldn't have to pick a side. Although, (laughs) if the judge means I will end up having to pick a side. Well, then at least it'll depend on the uh, the arguments of, of the two teams as opposed to you having to choose, like, you know, which do I like more? You're judging on uh, their their acumen as, you know, debaters. That's what this is. You're not debating on the quality here. You're judging the, the quality of the debates. Uh, so let's go ahead and, um, yeah, well, you're, you have a front row seat here. Again, no biases from anybody here, uh, but it's great to have you. Uh, again, I mentioned that this is going to be a classic format. So forgive us if this is a little bumpy. We haven't done this in a while. But what's going to happen is that these two teams are going to have a certain amount of time to make their uh, opening statement. And then we're going to give them another amount uh, amount of time to uh, make their rebuttals, as it were. And I think I think we ended up deciding on two minutes uh, for each part. So each team will have two minutes to make their initial case and then two minutes to rebut against the other team. Um, You're going to hear some sound effects throughout the course of this. When a team starts uh, their debate, you'll hear this. With 10 seconds left, you'll hear this. And when they're done, you'll hear this. When all is said and done, of course, it'll be RJ, Equality Ingram here, uh, de- uh, deciding who wins this. And uh, the other team will then have to, I don't know, figure out the rest of their life somehow, because this is a very, very monumental uh, milestone of anybody's life. So let's go ahead and get into it. Team uh, Tiramari wants to fight you, and I'm not going to repeat your address because that would be weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiramari, Dan, we're talking Space Jam here. Two minutes on the clock to make your case in three, two, and one. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance. <laughs> Do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. So, um, <clears throat> Space Jam is so hype, you guys. It is a movie that has lasted for our entire childhoods. It's a reference that is always golden and always relevant. Uh, it's basketball. The coolest parts about basketball <laughs> uh, is Looney Tunes. It's great animation. It is reasonable stakes, but also still pretty fun and goofy. Uh, Wayne Knight is fantastic in it. Um, a bunch of other people are fantastic. <laughs> I really enjoyed the movie. All right. That's all I'm trying to say. And I think you do too. Roger Rabbit is tense and stressful and complicated and adult. And I don't want to have to deal with any of that. Dan, I'm passing it over to you. All right. First and foremost, from Roger Rabbit, it's a fine film. I'm not going to pretend that it's not. I'm not a liar. What I am going to say is Space Jam affected the world in a way that Who Framed Roger Rabbit never could have. After Space Jam, an entire subreddit was created called Come On and Slam, where we got to find phenomenal fun songs mixed in with the Space Jam theme song. But there were also amazing other songs on that soundtrack. We got For You, I Will by Monica. We've got the Monstar Anthem. We've got Seal's cover of uh, Fly Like an Eagle, which is glorious. 
that movie created a movement, and that is much more than Who Framed Roger Rabbit can say because what 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 do we follow up Who Framed Roger Rabbit with? Mark already mentioned it, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Thanks for that, Bob Hoskins. Thanks for that, buddy. Then we get to inclusion. Jacob Rubin's favorite movie on all metrics has no named black people. Thanks for that, Jacob. Way to go, buddy. Wow, Mario, you can finish it up. Oh my God, Jacob. That's all I got. You know, Dan and I spent like an entire year sending come on and slam remixes to each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were obsessed with that subreddit. <laughs> Wait, there's a subreddit? Oh, okay. Okay. Did you not listen to the argument, Mark? I'm not the one judging, man. <laughs> I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to not have any biases, okay? Uh, and also, if you had, if I was listening, I probably would have been rapping the Monstars anthem the entire time. Um, so let's throw it over to uh, the two bits as they talk about who framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, let's hear from you. Two minutes on the clock for, the, uh, for Jacob and Christy here in three, two, and one. Who Framed Roger Rabbit, released in 1988, based off the book Who Censored Roger Rabbit, while also being based off a attempted sequel to the film Chinatown, while also being based off the entire animation canon up to the year 1947. Three incredible sources of inspiration. You know, Space Jam, which I'm pretty sure was inspired by uh, cocaine, I think, like a pile of cocaine. I think that's where Space Jam came from. Just a big stack of cocaine. Christy, what's your first thing you're going to say? <laughs> um, first, I guess I'd like to congratulate Space Jam on their subreddit. I hear those are hard to get, so good <laughs> job. Um, I will say that Who Framed Roger Rabbit is excellent film. Cinematography is all, it's all great. It combines Looney Tunes and Disney. Um, it's noir. It's the golden age of Los Angeles and Hollywood. What more could you want? It is so good. Also um, a movie where the villain is cars and the hero is public transportation, which is, we all know, <laughs> public transportation should have won. That's a key aspect of this. Uh, Christopher Lloyd's best performance, as I said, because he does the two things Christopher Lloyd does best, whispering and screaming. Let me see what else. Oh, the yeah, scene where the shoe is dipped in the, in the dip, where it gets dipped. <laughs> Terrifying. Stays with you forever. What horrible body terror happens in Space Jam? Michael Jordan's arm stretching. That's it. Also, you can full on see his hanging penis in that scene. You can see his dong. Michael Jordan's full hanging dong when he dunks the basketball. And you're welcome for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's for kids, Dan. The real enemy here is urban sprawl, right? And we can all agree that that's awful. Um, and Space Jam only has Looney Tunes. That's it. Yeah, Roger Rabbit has uh, Disney, Looney Tunes, Betty Boop, The Penguins from Mary Poppins, Wiffle Piffle. Google Wiffle Piffle. He's real and he's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> like on Facebook? <laughs> no, like we're roommates. Oh, okay. He has the best walk cycle in the history of animation. Look up Wiffle Piffle. Everyone listening right now, pause the podcast. Google Wiffle Piffle. Wiffle spelled like that. Wiffle Ball. Piffle spelled like Wiffle Ball with a P instead of a W. Got it. I'm doing that right now as I throw it back <laughs> over to Team Tiramari Wants to Fight You. Um, we're going to oh, okay. give them two minutes to make the rebuttal. And also, I just realized we we do have a format for this. So after rebuttals, I think we can give you a one minute long uh, final statement. Is that fair? Yes. Because rebuttals can get pretty crazy, right? So uh, well, let's give you two minutes for a rebuttal here. Uh, Tirmari and Dan in three, two, and one. 
Well, Mark, I googled Wiffle Piffle, and I am severely disappointed. <laughs> I really didn't know what to expect, but I didn't expect that. Looks like a cross between me and Jacob Rubin. Uh, <laughs> just odd from the get-go. I don't get it. Um, yeah, seriously, Space Jam is great. They introduce a bunch of unique characters that you really shouldn't feel any connection to, and yet the Monstars are just as identifiable as any of the Looney Tunes at this point. Um uh, yeah, it's inspiring. It is fast-paced. It is energetic. Uh, Wayne Knight is it? <laughs> I'm gonna pass it over to Dan. <laughs> That's a great point, Terry Mari. Wayne Knight is in it, and Jacob asked what kind of body horrors are in Space Jam. <laughs> Wayne Knight gets flattened by a monster, and they have to re reinflate him with air that makes him fly around the entire arena farting. <laughs> that is body horror if I've ever seen it. <laughs> Seeing Newman get reinflated with an air pump, that is that scarred me for a lot. That explains a lot about why I am the way I am. As far <laughs> as uh, the villain in your movie being cars, no, the villain in your movie was Christopher Lloyd. Like, did you, did you not see your movie? Like, the villain isn't cars. Also, Cristiano, champion of the proletariat in a previous episode, championing big money hustler Eddie Valiant getting paid $100 just to take some pictures in 1947. You're supporting the 1%, Christy, and that, I don't cotton to that. Not one bit. Taramari, your turn while I have another is, drink. Is the Bill Murray is also... In 1947, $100 is a lot of money. Excuse me, Bill Murray is also in this movie. You're damn yeah. right he is. Yep. I'm glad you remembered. <laughs> was, was that all you got? Because... Well, I mean, I felt like that was going to be better a better mic drop than it was. But, <laughs> I, I would like a new teammate and to restart the recording. I'm very excited. You know, I think that my enthusiasm speaks for myself because I have forgotten all details. Look, tri triangle, triangle offense. All right, Tiramari, Dan, let's figure this out. Um, I've made a terrible error. Let's go ahead now and hand it over to the two bits. Two bits, you have two minutes to make your rebuttal. Uh, feel free to double down or just attack at will. Let's hear from you two in three Two and one. Um, I can see that Tiramari and Dan are floundering, and that makes me very happy. Um, I'm glad that you remember that Bill Murray, the guy who saves the whole fucking game, is actually in your movie. That's great. Um, I will like to. I would like to bring up that Space Jam is uh, sports dudes against aliens that are called Nerdlucks. Um, so it's. Jocks versus nerds, which is super tired, and I am not about that. Um, and this is actually about the proletariat. It's Toonstown defending their community and their people against, again, urban sprawl. Fuck you, Dan. I don't know why you're coming after me so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Additionally, uh, one thing that Hoover and Roger Rabbit has that Space Jam does not, multiple named female characters. Sure, it's just two. <laughs> but we still have more than that. Lola Bunny? Who else? Who, who's a named female character in Space Jam besides Granny. Lola Bunny? Granny is not a name. Granny is a title. Granny's dead. Jessica Rabbit and Roz from Hoover Nudge Rabbit, Eddie Valley's ex girlfriend, named female characters. Sure, it doesn't pass the Bechtel test because they don't have a single scene together. I don't think. I don't think. But, oh, and Betty Boop. Betty Boop has a whole scene. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, <laughs> I would I would also oh, like to... Let's be honest, Space Jam wouldn't have happened if Roger Rabbit hadn't been a success. No one was bagging on live-action animation hybrids up until that point, so... Hell yeah. 
Um, I would like to remind our audience that Tiramari made some terrible comments about Lola Bunny in, um, I think, a Furries episode we did. He commented only on her appearance and not on any of her skills as a basketball player. The topic was um, childhood crushes. <laughs> 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 exactly. So this is also a terrible representation of aliens. Uh, they could be peaceful instead of like body snatchers here to take over the world, take over basketball. Their, their motivations are unclear and I don't trust that movie for properly representing aliens. Thank you very much, Christy and Jacob. Fun podcast fact. Uh, this podcast was originally supposed to be called Nerd Lux, The Great Debates, until Warner Brothers' legal team jumped in. Uh, so let's throw it back over to uh, Team Tiramari wants to fight you because they will have one minute to make their final uh, their final stand. They are at the foul line right now with no time left on the clock. Tiramari, that's a sports reference. Let's hear okay. from them in three, two, and one. All right, so it looks like Christy and Jacob want to be boring nerds and talk about how Roger Rabbit is like a nuanced, researched animation archive that supports public transit initiatives. All right, well, at the end of Space Jam, what really happens is that our lovable aliens who are forced into a difficult position by their robber baron of a boss then rebel and make that giant amusement park planet a place for the workers by the workers without a giant cigar smoking asshole who wants to own the Looney Tunes of Slate. This is a movie for the workers, but it's also a fun time instead of a tense alcoholic drama. <laughs> uh, I have enough of those in my daily life. When Dan and I used to hang out, that was like every day. So I'm just saying <laughs> that uh, don't need that to be animated. Dan. <laughs> You know, tense alcoholic drama is the team name that I have every time I'm playing by myself. Uh, <laughs> as far who, who framed Roger Rabbit, like I said, it's fine. I'll never pretend it's a bad movie. What I will say is that it didn't affect society the same way Space Jam did. Space Jam introduced a new Looney Tune who became part of canon. What did Who Framed Roger Rabbit do except for, I don't know, it had... Bob Hoskins sing a song and then go do Super Mario Brothers and dishonor his entire legacy. Yeah, where's the Who Frame Roger Rabbit website? Space Jam site is still up. Still up. Still up. Because there was no internet in 1988. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you oh, now you're paying attention, Mark. Now you're listening to the debate. <laughs> Jacob and Christy teamed, or the two bits. Let's hear. Website down. Let's hear from the two bits here. One minute on the clock to make their final statement here in three, two, and one. What impact did Roger Rabbit have on society? How about a Disneyland ride that still exists? How about an entire section at Disneyland? Mickey's Toontown was, should just be called Toontown because all the Robert, Roger Rabbit stuff, Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin, you ride Benny the Cab, it's fantastic. Also, something you should know about Who Friend Roger Rabbit that makes it up on Space Jam, it features not one, not two, but zero songs by R. Kelly on the soundtrack. Already, <laughs> we've won way ahead, way ahead. No R. Kelly in our movie. Robert Rad Rabbit is technically a dance, too, uh, from the 80s, yeah. which is pretty fucking cool if you could pull that off. Yeah. Um, it's Space the running Jam. man with more arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's hard to coordinate the feet and the hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if this is going to be a fact in our favor, but the, the voice actor for Roger Rabbit wore his costuming uh, during all of the interviews <laughs> voice recordings which is just a commitment to a bit that i appreciate and he's a stand-up he's really funny 
Um, the best song from Space Jam is Basketball Jones, where they had the Penny Hardaway puppets. And the best song in Roger Rabbit is when he's playing the Looney theme, which is called Merry Go Round Broke Down. Bet you didn't know that. I did not. And see, there we go. Uh, oh, by the way, Wonder Dave has just jumped into the chat to let us know, or at least ask the question. Jessica Rabbit had a Playboy cover. If that is true, I will need to research this for science purposes. Careful, uh, Dave. Chrissy's going to shame you on an episode 40 episodes later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, she did have a Playboy cover. Uh, my parents bought it for me and then read the article uh, about the movie to me, but would not let me look at the actual magazine itself. <laughs> That's how jazzed there's I just, was about Roger Rabbit as a child. There's I just forced my parents there. to buy me a Playboy, <laughs> which is a lie because my just... parents had a subscription, so they didn't have to act like it was a big deal. Yeah, seriously. Wonder Dave out. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Um, if Lola Bunny was on the cover of Playboy, everybody goes to prison. <laughs> this is objectively true. Uh, hey, everybody, if you're ever going to um, Google Lola Bunny, make sure that safe search is on. Because <laughs> <others, laughs> uh, mine is currently off, and I am really glad that RJ is going to be deciding this right now. RJ, Equality Ingram, you are a special guest judge. Uh, give us some analysis here before uh, you decide the winner. Uh, well, I think my favorite part is that each team remembered the most important part of their film. And that is, well, I guess they didn't really remember it, but Jessica Rabbit's Playboy cover. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that the Space Jam website is still online. Yeah. Um, the early 90s. The first website ever, I believe. Don't Google that. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Google Whistle Pistol, but don't Google. <laughs> um, let me just go over my notes. Uh, let's see. Uh, at some point, the Space Jam team was arguing that it was a case of the burning nerds versus a movie for the workers on an alcoholic drama-fueled trip. I'm assuming they're talking about their film versus the alcohol abuse and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you can also switch that with the cocaine used in order to film Space Jam. So. <laughs> um, by multiple female characters, the um, Who Framed team admitted that they were only talking about two. <laughs> uh, I think I transparency also, matters. I love the fact that the female representation in both of these films are very problematic, highly sexualized cartoon characters. <laughs> and none of you really talked about that. Yeah, that's not a good idea for us. I mean, I would have. <laughs> it's a no-win scenario. <laughs> definitely would have talked about it. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to have to go with Who Framed Roger Rabbit here. Hey. Um, and the, the kicker is the fact that not only would Space Jam and Space Jam 2 not exist without Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but I believe like my one of my favorite film genres in general wouldn't exist, which is cartoon noir like mm. Detective Pikachu and uh, uh, the Happy Time Murders. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm all here for cartoon noir. So I'm going to go with the original cartoon noir and go with Christy Ono and Jacob Rubin on Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Thank you very much, RJ. All right, let's throw it over to Jacob and Christy here in the winner's circle. Guys, how does it feel <laughs> to have won this? Well-deserved. This is my idea for an episode so that I could beat Dan at something. Hey. You're already more successful when my dad likes you better. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Christy. Um, I, I feel I feel great. Uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit actually is probably one of my favorite films of all time, too. Um, yeah, I didn't realize that. It's really amazing, though. Yeah. Awesome. And I didn't even talk about when they bumped the lamp. Uh, I, can I, I just wanted to say about <laughs> Jessica Rabbit um, that, you know, she's not bad. She's drawn that way. Right. And it's totally fine for women to embrace their sexuality. Right. Um, however, that is. And she likes Roger because he's funny. So that's like, you know, speaks to the depth of her as a character. No, slowly backing away now. No, no, no. That's perfectly. That's a perfectly valid argument there, Christy. I think it's totally fine as well that um, you know women and cartoon women, not you know, not mutual exclusive, should embrace their sexuality. It's only wrong when Tier Mari embraces their sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, Tier Mari, Dan West, you guys were the Miami Heat of this year's finals. So, how does it feel to uh, to have just narrowly missed the mark here? I'm assuming that's a good reference. <laughs> Sports guy. I, uh, I, I see what has happened. However, I am uh, joining with 17 attorneys general, and we will be contesting this. <laughs> the, the state of Texas is going to have, uh, they're going to uh, fight on behalf of Nerd Rage here, or at least of, uh, of your team here on Nerd Rage. So, um, well, I mean, you know, as you mentioned, Dan, you know, the, you, you did like both movies. Uh, it, clearly, you're not going to be looking forward to this next one. So I guess it just means you, me and Tiramari, we're going to get together on Zoom and have a space party watch or a space jam watch party, rather. Yeah, we can also be a space party watch. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, too. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll bring the soundtrack if, if one of you can bring um, Wayne Knight. So. <laughs> we're all gonna be that up. hard to get mark's just gonna be there in mark's apartment with like a telescope and like six jars of jam being like i thought we figured this out <laughs> well that's sure where that was going for a split second so yeah. that's that's very accurate as to how ridiculously stupid i am so let's go ahead now uh, and let's do some plug-in uh team two bits what do you guys want to plug before we get out of here Oh, um, <laughs> you forgot. <that. laughs> you both, you both could, are just pointing at each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, mental health comedy hour, nerd rage. And, um, I forgot to mention this in our last one where I talked about the proletariat uprising, go to international Marxist tendencies. Uh, they have some good articles there. Thanks. Jacob. Um, Boo to a Goose is the podcast we do with my wife where we talk about the origins and meaning of British slang. It's very amusing. Check it out uh, wherever you get your podcast. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jacob S. Rubin. And additionally, by the time this episode is out, Hood Slam the Card Game will be available for purchase. Uh, it's a new version. If you already bought the previous one, this one has four all new characters and some all new art, not all new art, some all new art uh, available for purchase. Uh, check Hood Slam or either of my social media places for more information. Awesome. And now let's uh, throw it over to Dan and Tiramari. What do you guys want to plug? 
Uh, yeah, I'm Teramari. Uh, also, I'm teaching uh, writing one. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'll be currently teaching it by the time you listen to this episode. Uh, if you want to learn how to write sketch comedy, I'm also teaching it again in April with Killing My Lobster. You can go to killingmylobster.com. And you can catch me. I'm a writer for drinkingwithpaul.com. And I would like to remind you that Tiramari's address is 664 <laughs> Street in Oakland. And he did tell me he wants to fight every single one of you. Got it. Thank <laughs> you very much, Dan. Uh, RJ, what do we want to plug or say before uh, we make our exit here? Um, I'm RJ Quality on all the social medias. Um, well, not all of them, but the popular ones. Uh, and then Parlor, my yes. husband jewelry on our Etsy shop. It's etsy.com slash shop slash three pause projects. Awesome. Thank you very much, RJ. And uh, as for us here on the show, you can find us on social media at NerdRageTGD. Uh, we are not on Parlor, but we are starting on OnlyFans. Um, let's see if that's not true. Uh, me personally, yes. The show, not so much. Uh, if you like what you heard, head over to NerdRagePodcast.com. We've got a ton of material uh, here for you that we've done over the last, what, four and a half seasons that we've been doing this show or so. Um, give us a like, give us a subscribe, View all that fun stuff, and um, yeah, we will see you again next time here on Nerd Rage. The great debates. Nerd Rage.